Previously on Limos and Roses. If I was yeah. Matt James, I would never wear a shirt. Ever. Why would you ever wear a shirt when you're built like that guy? Well, it might be cold. <laughs> I think he can still get cold. He's Even not better. impervious to inclement weather. <laughs> I mean, he might be. Is, the guy's a this beast. Dude is made of, this made, dude is made of antimenum or whatever that stuff Wolverine has. Adamantium? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I told you, I'm not a wordsmith. I'm a fashionista. Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the very 44th podcast of limos and roses. <laughs> this, of course, is the still shirtless ATV flipping, 10 toes on the ground, semi-sober, bachelor might actually get married podcast that you all know and love. The recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that covers season 25 of the Bachelor. Thank you so much for tuning in. As you may or may not know, this very show began with our own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled Limos and Roses. On this podcast, I am joined by my husband, Jet, and our buddy, Grace, and me. I am your host and moderator, Chelsea. So let's get started. Let's kick it off because the first moment we see is exactly how this episode ends whatever it was clearly a slow news day in the world of bachelor it's like right i was just yeah. like my first note was is there anything fun happening on mass singer we could talk about like anything interesting <laughs> like <laughs> this was like the most ho-hum episode of episodes so yeah, yeah we'll find something to talk about <laughs> yeah i'm sure we um, will always we always do so let's continue talking about this beautiful waste of time that we love so much um the entire episode is kicked off uh, Matt is running in a full sweatsuit, and that is followed by, guess what? Let's say it together, a... Peloton ad. Shower. Oh. Peloton okay. ad. Okay. So, so, so Chelsea said shower, I said Peloton ad, and Jess And I said Rocky. Rocky. You know what? That encapsulates all three of us yeah. very, very well. Yeah, we it had really no, does. Again, this is just to prove once again to our viewers and listeners at home or in their cars uh, that, that we do not rehearse. <laughs> yeah. Not because we love the improvisational vibe that we have with this show, but because we're lazy. So Chris Harrison enters with the date card and it says the name Brie. Love is an adventure. Yeah? Uh, this is a daytime four-wheeler date, I guess. You guys mm. have anything to say before this date begins? So we're, this is Brie, Brie Cheese, um, which is always, you know, pairs nice with a fig jam. Um, I don't think it pairs nice with our bachelor, quite honestly. I saw no chemistry on this date whatsoever. I saw a pretty guy talking to a pretty girl and getting along. That's about it. You know, love is an adventure. They get the ATVs. And I know that the, the past contestants at La Quinta were like, oh, they get the ATVs. Are you, are you kidding me? I, I, had to, I had to be on the season where I, what did I get? Like, like, a, like a bad smoothie date? No, they got razors. They, got. they were skating around on razors. <laughs> By the way, it looks to me like this was shot 
at the exact same time as Tasha's and Claire's season. I really think so, because where, where else would hmm. they get all this? The foliage, uh, which we'll get into shortly. Uh, well, I guess we can get into it now because we're there. Nima yeah, Cole is gorgeous. It looks like a, a painting. What is the guy's name? Thomas Kincaid? Robert Kincaid? Who is it? Thomas Kincaid. Thomas Kincaid. It, yeah. it looks like one of his works. It's just gorgeous. Um, but that is not winter foliage. That's fall foliage. So I'm just mm -hmm. like, that's why Chris kept disappearing because he was trying to play, you know, both seasons. Basically. He was in two places at once. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. Chris could do that if anyone could. You know, what's interesting is uh, I love when we hear this every season from someone ridiculous, just getting a soundbite in there, is Kit going, oh, this ATV date, this would be my ideal date. Kit. Kit. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, right. yeah, okay. She doesn't even have a driver's license. She can't operate a commercial vehicle. Get out of here. You're 16. I mean, yeah. You got a learner's permit. My note before we know where this goes was they're just casually hauling in these ATVs, dude. Yeah, I think, it, I think it became painfully evident that they had no idea how to operate that vehicle. You guys, he literally tipped them on the ATV after she said she trusted him. So I don't know, <laughs> like- That doesn't bode well. So there's some hot tub time. There's a lot of um, nothing burger conversation, in my opinion. There's a makeout session, uh, and I got some mud in my mouth. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Victoria is not here to make mm -hmm. friends. She actually says, you guys, this is not a sorority, which in my opinion means she has not watched this show. It's literally a sorority slash fraternity, but actually much cheaper and provides you Instagram income. Like that is literally what the mm -hmm. show is. That sounds like a girl who couldn't get into a sorority. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yo. You know what I love about Victoria? Nothing. Nothing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I respectfully yield my time. You might as well said, you know what the best food on the planet is? And we would just go, pizza. Oh, oh my no. God. See, I'd rather do that because like what we did at the start where I said, I'd be like, crab rangoon. Oh, ooh, incorrect. <laughs> you you hey, said you know what? your crab rangoon and your pecan sandies is your dessert. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Coming from the guy who hates pecan sandies, I don't trust you. And I'll just sit here and die of starvation happily. So we move on into the nighttime portion of the date. That date was fun. He feels bad for her mom and for her. Her mom is 13 years older than her and she's starting a new life with a new family that she's creating. And because they're so close in age, Brie is kind of conflicted about this. Um, how do you guys feel about this conversation? I think he listened, but he did not care. I mean, I think he cares, but I think ultimately he was just staring at a pretty human. I think he couldn't you know get over I mean? the stupid accident, dude. He kept bringing it up. I think he couldn't get out of his head and he was like, man, I really <laughs> this up. All he was thinking was, how do I look good on national television and also potentially make out with this girl? That's all I think he was thinking about. I see that. I and, I'm getting, and I'm getting, like you just said, I'm getting no real chemistry. I'm not. I think that on this first one-on-one, -on -one, they learned they're not compatible. That's, mm -hmm. the, that's the vibe I was getting, is that they kind of both realized, you know, the writing's on the wall, but how far do I take her? Because she's hot, so. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Victoria sucks again. Alana says Victoria is putting off, feeling, wait, what, what did I say? 
Oh, we don't even need to like cover this. That's stupid. I'm gonna just fast forward. Well, this is where Ileana grabs the date card, right? Yeah, do you have words on that? Oh, no, I just wanted her to enjoy the screen time. <laughs> yep, that's my girl in fantasy. By the way, something tells me I'm making 25 bucks at the very beginning of next week. You might, mm. you might. And then there's fireworks. And then you guys, he has 10 toes down and Brie gets the road. So, I mean, these fireworks happen and at least everyone can enjoy them because they're all the Nibacolin. And they're speculating correctly that they are indeed making out. And you guys, I think we're moving on to the group date card. What? Can I talk about Victoria real quick? Yeah. I don't Please. buy it. And make it quick. I don't buy it. She's obviously established herself as the villain, but it's such a poor performance in my opinion. I agree. Like, and there's nothing that's even remotely likable about her to begin with. Like there's nothing interesting about her. She's, she's miscast, I think is what I'm saying. She's miscast in the villain role. I mean, we're talking about her, so maybe she is well cast, but it's, we're only talking about her because that's the only thing to talk about right now. No, because we have a podcast. That's the only reason we're talking about <laughs> yeah, it. Like, dude, yeah. If we didn't have a podcast, we wouldn't even mention her name. She is, I wanted to ask Chelsea if she knew her last name, because I was going to look her up on IMDb, sure to find a handful of credits. Because this girl is, I, I want to call her an actress. I don't think so. I think I don't she's a terrible actress. actress. Well, that doesn't yeah, mean that's that she I'm... doesn't have IMDb credits. I can show you a, well, that's a true, laundry yeah. list of terrible yeah. actors with IMDb credits. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, we're both on the same page there. It's the, the usual plant. Like, I call it the plant of plants. But it's supposed to be conjecture. It shouldn't be fact. And it's so obvious that she's a plant. And you do feel bad for Barely In that Barely In had to be her, her roommate. Mm -hmm. Because whoever they put with Victoria was who Victoria was going to hate. But the producers intentionally pitted them against one another because they were like, well, okay. we don't want to take someone who's actually got a shot, no offense, barely in. Yeah, major insecurity meets major insecurity equals drama, yeah. right? Yep. So I think that that's the formula. That's our let's, go to a, let's go to a rainy group date. Yeah. I was going to say, we can keep having <laughs> lessons from Frace, the mathematician over here, but... Um... I was in like remedial math. Like I was in the, I was in the class like where like the kids were sniffing glue. That's the kind of math <laughs> class I was yeah. in. All right. Great. <laughs> the Great. meth class? Yeah, the meth class. Oh, God. Meth, right. You're a mathematician? <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the group date. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking for the one. This is the wedding photo bride color fight date with 18 girls. It's the game date. It is the giant epic game date where... Half of the girls try to win time with Matt and the other half of the girls get sent home. Um, but you guys, the star of this group date is easily Franco. Uh, he's back. He's my favorite gay Schwarzenegger star, um, even though he's Hispanic. I, I um, called him Franco Schwarzenegger. I love you it. You did? Dude. Yes. Uh, I'm actually just going to interrupt this group date just like chris harrison because it's time for a pop quiz oh, okay wow it, it i think that's the time. most yeah that's the most like off guard i've ever been for the pop quiz well, yeah good. well on guard brother let's get those foils ready <laughs> all right <laughs> we look more like we, i think this is a harry potter wands we're yeah. terrible <laughs> we're terrible at fencing <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's less three musketeers, far more Hogwarts. Um, so, Wingardium Leviosa. Yes. Uh, our listeners are so confused. So yeah, we just, Frace and I both pulled out our foils, but we acted like we had foils and we didn't want to hit our computer, but yeah. we didn't have foils. We had imaginary things yeah. and it looked like wands. It looked, it looked like. For your picturing pleasure. It was mm-hmm. Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw facing off. Our, um, our, yeah. our, our attempt oh. to pantomime, our attempt to pantomime a rapier fight was foiled Ooh. by our wands. Oh, yeah. and that, there's some rapier wit, if I do say so myself, on that quick well, one. Nice oh, place. God. Yeah. On All guard. Right. <laughs> okay, well, this rabbit hole is getting. I believe that's one of those terms. This rabbit hole is getting deeper by the second. I'm just Come surprised on. nobody had to have an epe pen. Like they were allergic to paint, you know? Because that's usually. Oh you know how, like, there's like, like a girl's like, she's like, oh. I had a bad experience with Ferris wheels when I was a child, you know? <laughs> Just let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> You've gone to snipping glue. Now we're, now we're into paint. What, this yeah. is, by the way, folks at home, this is how terrible this episode was, is that we're finding ourselves just casually doing coffee convo. And it, we like to think that you find this more entertaining than the actual episode. Anyway, whatever. Sorry, Chelsea. Foiled again. It's fine. All right. So this pop quiz is Franco edition, you guys. Get ready. Yeah. All or right. your favorite photographer that I know you guys know nothing about. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, where was the fabulous photographer Franco Lacosta raised? I'll say Argentina. Arizona. <laughs> he was actually born in New York, but raised oh. in Puerto Rico. Okay. Hmm. Cool. So look at cool. that, right? Yeah. What? High fashion city. Did he score an internship to learn the ins and outs of fashion? What city? High fashion. Paris. Great. Ooh, Good that's guess. a great one. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say mm, Barcelona. You guys were both very close. Milan. I was gonna say oh, that was my mm. other guess. Oh, I saw your. Yep. I, I saw your mouth go. Mm, thoughts on Milano cookies, Jet? <laughs> Very delicious. Yes. Okay. Thank. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, Finally, something we can agree on. Well, right. I like good things. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to bring up the cookie debate again. All right. So, Franco is known for his appearances on The Bachelor, but what other high fashion show has he made appearances on? I mean, I'm gonna go Project model. Runway. Uh, I mean, what else? You know, go phrase. Top model. America's next top model is correct. Mm. I mean, it, it had to, have, the fashion Pens. guy had to get that though. I'm glad it was you and not me. Nailed Otherwise, it. I'd have to steal that background from you and put it right here. <laughs> so now we have figured out that the game is capture Matt's heart. It's capture the flag, but it's a giant stuffed heart. Any words to say about um, this? bride war situation. Matt says, I'm a visual person, meaning I'm a guy. (laughs) And whoever takes the hottest photo will get to stay. Yeah. And then after the hottest makes it, then those that are willing to kill will be my next choice. The producers are putting these women through something that makes them extremely uncomfortable. I just don't know that it needs to be this physical, but if it is, then so be it. And, And you will see some true colors 
after all is said and done. So I think that's obviously the point. It's to strip people of their comfort zone uh, and then and then see how they respond. True colors were shown, and it was a red team and a gold team. And I guess, what, red team came out on top? Is that right, Chelsea? Yes, the red team wins. Uh, this is the Piper MJ Victoria team. They win, but I loved this. Mari ended up capturing the opposing team's heart, the red team's heart. So Mari actually got to stick around for the evening portion of this date. So she didn't have to go back to the Mima Colon suites. Mm -hmm. Let's just head right on into it. Obviously, the girls that don't go are disappointed, yada, 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 yada. But we are now in the nighttime portion of this date. There's some really good... Lauren time. Um, there's a little bit of talk about aligning with Christianity. Obviously, he's a man of faith and she's a woman of faith. So, do you have anything to say about these moments with Lauren, which, spoiler alert, are obviously pretty good because she ends up getting the rose. Yeah, I mean, I would say that uh, I'm glad that he's talking about his faith this early on and that they're connecting on that. I mean, that's something that certainly needs to be addressed if you're going to be in a serious relationship. I think I think faith always comes up at some point, and I think it's, it's an important thing to talk about. Um, you don't always have to align, I don't think, but it's certainly something that needs to be known where you stand with that kind of, you know, spirituality. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with that. I think that what we're seeing is... Um, producers getting into the ears of these uh, bachelors and bachelorettes now and saying, please bring up the faith earlier now. Cause it's, it's ruined, like it ruined Colton's thing. It ruined Peter's thing. It almost ruined uh, the last one. Like, uh, by the way, thing, thing is relationship. Yeah. It's ruining the relate. The, the, the th yeah. Not, not their religious views. I'm saying that it literally has proven to be a thorn in the side of the roses of this show. Mm -hmm. uh, like it, it's been a problem because it comes up so late. So I think they were like, dude, if you've got it, just, just put it out there mm -hmm. and you might lose some of the women. But it's, I think it's important. And if they both align there, that is a major, oh. uh, a major chemistry. You know, that, that's a good chemical combination. It's like anything, though. It's like you're going to lean into uh, things that you connect on. So if you connect on faith, you're going to lean into that. That's why she's throwing out so much grace. If, they connected, if their first thing that they connected on was ice cream, she'd be talking about Rocky Road for three hours. You know what I mean? So yes, Lauren gets the rose mm -hmm. and Matt drops a journey. If anybody picked that up. That was unexpected. Jet and I both dog here oh. like this. <laughs> um so let's move on. Sky's the limit for us. This is the one-on-one -on -one date with Sarah. And there is a plane anything to say about this daytime portion of the first time we get to see matt and sarah together no um great let's go right into the evening portion of the date then shall we um of course now it comes out she talks about it um i i personally thought that her approach to this really hard subject um, was really lovely, giving up the broadcast career to go and care for her father or help care for him and, uh, and be around him in this really, really difficult time. Um, yeah, she seems very 
genuine, to use another commonly used word on the show. Uh, what do you guys think about this evening portion of the date? Her father um, has ALS and is struggling with that, as is her entire family. It affects, you know, uh, everyone involved. And the person I love, her father suffered from ALS and actually passed. And she had a very similar experience. Um, and it's very hard to talk about um, because it's such um, it's it's a it's a huge trauma, especially when you have such a a wonderful, loving relationship with your father. So I, you know, and I think Matt handles it well because, you know, what can you, what can you say? And um, I think that, you know, she's a, a, a selfless person and I think that's evident in the way that she's conducting herself. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, I'm a big fan because uh, how could I not be? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I agree with all that, uh, you know, and thoughts with, you know, your loved one who's, you know, with that kind of loss and everything. And, and to anyone who's ever experienced loss from, from, from any, you know, of course, facet of life, but ALS yeah. in particular, because that's relevant right now. I, I was actually proud of the bachelor. They've been doing this lately. They did it with, uh, with BLM last season. Uh, they're not shying away like they used to from political and cultural uh, issues. I saw the value in that conversation. And then she quit her job to be the caretaker. And you're just like, Whoa, this girl is far ma more mature than her age of 24. I think being on camera in her uh, pre uh, you know, previous career helps with that, I'm sure. Um, helps her keep composure, even in a tough time like this explanation on this random date on a dating game show. Um, it led to him saying something I've never heard the bachelor Bachelorette say. Oh, he asked her what he can do to be worthy of her. You usually hear that from the other party to the bachelor or bachelorette. And you never hear the, dude, this is the king of the show saying uh, to a jester, not a gesture, Queen Victoria, uh, saying to a, if you're going to be of royal you know, blood, you should at least learn the terminology for those who would uh, serve you and entertain you and all that. I wish Sarah the best. And, you know, at the end of the day, and this is what we always say, these are actually human beings with real issues and with, you know, mm -hmm. and we love to make, fun of them and we're going to get right back to that after we tackle this you know major issue but um i think it's important to remember that everybody's dealing with something even the queen victoria is probably dealing with something immediately after the als just to bring in even more truth and you were saying gen she's so genuine that's a great word to use for her mm -hmm. she's you rarely hear this she said this won't always be sunsets and airplanes you know, and, and she's exactly right. You rarely hear that acknowledgement from these people like, look, we have to realize we're in a fantasy land right now. Um, and it, to get back to what we usually discuss in this pod, they get into a hot tub. Yes. And her body. <laughs> All right. Take oh. it easy. Okay. And you know what? You know what the shame of this is? Put your is? pants on. Put your pants lot on, of, baby. There's a lot of internet trolling going on that, that she's a, a, a curvy woman. Well, if that's curvy, sign me up, you know? <laughs> so there's a hot tub makeout session after she gets the rose. So moving on. Um, the last 30 minutes of this episode are the second rose ceremony. Great. My favorite. I already know we're not going to get through it. I already know it. As a viewer, I already know it. Um, I believe Matt says emotions are going to be super high tonight. It's kind of like when Madden like, would get up and he's like, well, there's two teams on the field today and the team that scores the most points is going to win. <laughs> exactly. Now, this, is, now, this is a guy who sees better with his contacts in. Those are lines <laughs> like he would have. And yeah, you're just going, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. 
So now we are at the cocktail party and there's a cheers and there's no prayer and Abigail's the best. Maggie wants to cook for him. Mary Lynn is kind of needy. Uh, there's, there's the whole stupid Marilyn Victoria tiff that's not a tiff that Victoria creates. Does anybody have words on that? I mean, there's a producer orchid involved with Marilyn. Um, yes, the producer orchid. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. in the yeah. box score of The Bachelorette. If they had a box score, you would chalk an assist up for the producers for sure. <laughs> Polly, we have an orchid, right? Is that the guy's name? Polly, big Polly. But she got me on her side. I saw some humanity there and I saw truthful tears. And, you know, I, I felt a little something for her. In the words of my good friend Jet, it is garbage. That it is. And he was toasting to an incredible evening. And I was toasting to the first cocktail party in seven months. So I was like, I can drink to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my. Um, I love when Marilyn comes back to ask for privacy. Like, Victoria, can you come talk to me? And Victoria just sits there and says, oh, yeah, so sure, childish. we can talk right here. So literally she's in a group of like maybe six or seven ladies all of the other girls get up and leave. Then they're like banging pots and pans in the other room. And it's like, well, damn, dude. Can somebody <laughs> at least turn the boom off in that room? Yeah, they all went to the kitchen. And then those two were talking about oil and vinegar. And, I, and all I kept thinking was like, uh, well, I like salt and vinegar chips. We know oil it's and water. Oil, and, oil water. and vinegar, while they oil don't coalesce necessarily, they make a hell of a condiment. So Ooh, I love that actually, dressing. They do make a marriage. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, they're not like oil and vinegar. They're like oil and water. That's what she was going mm -hmm. for. But you know, they're on the fly. Producers are going to keep it. it. She just misspoke and whatever. Of course, of course. She, she, does, she deserves that edit anyway. Yes. So after all this drama, uh, we will not have a full rose ceremony this week. And we will do a rundown next week, obviously. But I'm so upset. And I'm frankly just depressed by this mm. fact. Um, and I feel the desperate need in the center of my soul to search for the wisdom and the maturity and frankly, the poise that can only be found in phrases, fashion corner. my love. Oh my gosh, my love, I thought that we had forgotten and you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I accept this rose and I accept being in the corner. Blanket statement, I'm sorry to say it right off the, the get go. I like Matt and I don't like your fashion. All right, so here we go. Um, he has on that, have you guys, do you guys follow the account Midtown Uniform? Uh, these these kind of like, they're not tech vests, but this this whole look, it's like- I'm gonna assume like, that's a rhetorical question if it involves yeah, following it's a It's douchebag on the weekender. Yes, uh, look. yes. It's, 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 it's all the guys about. that you see yes. that are like, hey, I work at Wall Street, and but you know what, I'm dressing down with this vest that I hate. Now, that's just my opinion, and it's the correct one. Um, Chris, by the way, I love the Black Bomber on you, because you're Chris Harrison, and you look bomb in your bomber. Um, we could just hold a whole corner for Chelsea's fashion. Uh, I want her in my corner. Uh, ding, 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 she's in the corner. Here's the she's thing. She's a pro, she's um, a pro. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I wrote it again. Tech Fest, hate them. Sorry, guys. I mean, if you wear a Tech Fest, don't come to my party. Um, so we Bree, just lost the Gap as a potential sponsor. Okay. I know. Yeah, <laughs> fall into the Gap. Yeah, fall out of my corner. Um, Bree, it's a simple ribbed ivory top. It's a turtleneck tank. I mean, jeans and kids. I mean, you know, it's not it's not great to wear kids on an ATV, as is evidenced by your 
fall off the ATV, um, but not a fall from grace in my opinion. Uh, now in the night portion, Brie is wearing a, a white satin slip. Uh, it, you know, it's a it's a slip dress and, and the, a leather jacket. Um, you know, I need a little bit more volume in the hair for me personally. Um, and then I, I like her ear piercings. You know, that's kind of fun. You know, she's got the little cartilage pierce. By the way, I got a cartilage pierce when I was a kid um, and now I don't have one. Thank God it drew more attention to my big ears. Okay, so there's lots of tie-dye this season. Lots of tie-dye this season, which is a very in look. So I am all about the fashion board. I'm all about the tie-dye look. The only one who can't pull it off is Victoria. Okay, so there's a, a tux moment. And yay, Matt, finally, you're not wearing a vest. You're wearing a tux, which is what you should always exist in. Thank you for doing that for me. I appreciate you. I still like you. Just get rid of the vest for my, for, just for me, personally. You know, listen, what can I say? The photographer knows fashion. I mean, this is a bright pink neon suit with a chinchilla coat. I love animals, but if you're gonna skin an animal, it might as well be a chinchilla. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Please don't do that. Now, there's there's something I wanna address to the ladies out there. And I think you all probably already know this. A black bra. Strap, hold a black bra. <laughs> a strappy black bra under uh, these dresses that, well, Victoria is wearing, uh, is atrocious, okay? That is a fashion faux pas. Uh, to say the least. Um, and I'm not even going to spend any more time on that. By the way, uh, in the evening group date, uh, I'm sorry, Matt, I love you, but the turtleneck and the camo maroon uh, distressed jean jacket is not my favorite look. Um, I love Sarah's jacket and her hair. It's a biolage hair, by the way, for those who are looking to, to up their game if they have uh, darker hair and they want to go for a biolage, uh, you know, I, I'm all for it. You know, the boyfriend ripped jeans I'm into and the hoops for earrings. I mean, we had this debate last week. I'm all about the hoops, if they're sensible. I'm just, I'm just a big fan. Okay, what can I say? Um, the dress is amazing on Rachel, the front runner, by the way. Um, Chelsea's red dress is pure fire. Uh, okay, now, uh, I'm gonna close out this corner with talking about Victoria. Okay, I'm sorry, and I'm only gonna say this once. What is up with Victoria's bags under her eyes, okay? They do a thing called last looks on television shows. Who is letting her go out there? I think she's up late memorizing her lines. Maybe that's what On the is. sofa, all, on the couch. We're all spoon fed to not like this girl, and you know what, the producers are, are feeding her hard with bad looks. The baggy eyes, the dress, this Victorian drape of a puff shoulder and a, a black bra strap showing underneath. I mean, the rat nest of hair. What the f Honestly, this is offensive to fashion. Get me out of this corner. <laughs> <laughs> Can't run you fast right enough out. after that one. Can't run fast <laughs> wow. enough. I feel bad being so hateful to this woman, but- No, but she's not even know. doing makeup, dude. It's, li it's just so intentional that you're like, okay, it's exhausting. Um, I would like to dive right into our hometown hopeful. I know, so for those of you that do not know, our hometown hopeful segment begins on the second episode. And I love, love, love that there isn't a rose ceremony because we get to say our own top four before the second rose ceremony. Mm. So while knowing very little about these women, we are still able to touch base and see how good our guesses are. Phrase first, who are your hometown hopefuls? Okay, so Rachel is my front runner and also a hometown hopeful. Uh, Sarah is number two 
on my list. Um, I'm also going to go with two people that I want to see in the hometowns. I don't know if they'll make it, but they are my top choices uh, and hopefuls. Abigail and Chelsea. I'm going to go with, uh, obviously, Sarah. I'm with you there. That's my front runner. Mm. Um, and then I'm going to go with uh, Kayla uh, with that strength. And yeah. then I'm going to go with um, Abigail. And lastly, oh, man, I'm torn. I- I'm going to tell you, I have a surprise, but I don't, I'm not putting her in hometown hopefuls, but it wouldn't surprise me. This is my runner-up. Jacinia is very real. She hasn't gotten as much screen time, but Jacinia is, uh, she's, she's there for the right reasons, I think. She's got um, my favorite hair. Okay, cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. And lastly, oh, Rachel's a good guess. I call her my cute little Kunis because she looks like Mila Kunis. I'm, I'm going I'm to go with Rachel. Yeah. I have Abigail, Sarah, Lauren, mm-hmm. and Jacenia. Uh, so we get a slightly fainting Sarah. I think Sarah was like on the verge of passing out because she was in that moment that we've seen the last three seasons of, oh my God, I don't want to win. <laughs> I mean, to be continued, mm-hmm. to be continued. Ugh, so I guess we'll see you next week. Uh, I'm going to close with... Um, Vibrator, Katie says so eloquently in this episode, there's frosting on my boobs and this dress, and I'm tired. This has been... (laughs) Jet and Brace. And Chelsea, leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag limos and roses. Hashtag bride wars. Hashtag fashion. Hashtag brace first. Hashtag ten toes. Hashtag boobs. Hashtag Chris Harrison. Hashtag... Not La Quinta. Hashtag Mima Colon. Hashtag Fashion Corner. Hashtag Zoomcast. Hashtag Pop Quiz. Hashtag Producer Orchid. Hashtag Barely In. Hashtag Showering Matt. Hashtag Garbage. Hashtag Oil and Vinegar. We are all here for the right reasons. Bye, guys. <laughs> uh, I forgot to talk about Kit's dress. Cynthia Rally, it's a fall collection. Did she get it completely tailored? I mean, uh, you guys are welcome to look it up, all the listeners. Um, I think you should because uh, it was a, it was also a stunning dress that I didn't get to address in the corner. So uh, thanks for indulging me on that now. Um, I think she had it shortened. Like, I think she had it shortened a little bit. Ah, a little, a I see little, where you're going. Yeah. There's, there's a short yeah, theme yeah. happening. Because yeah. what's her name? Uh, Victoria looked a little bit like Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, okay. Keep the short going a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's one other little thing that we could tie into that. Everybody!